2: What's up, IDP Army? Jermaine Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. You already probably know that, but if it's your first time here, that's who I am. This is the IDP Army YouTube channel, company, brand, whatever you want to call it. We are going to be talking kind of through our IDP Week 7 rankings right now, but more or less, we're going to be helping you all you know, do some Q&A start sit maybe pick some guys up dealing with some injuries help you get those decisions made um, rankings are available idparmy.com myself mace bombers rankings as well go check those out there we'll take a look at those today but like i said most of we are going to be answering your questions helping you guys uh make some start sit decisions and hopefully win this week's seven matchups so uh, stick around it's gonna be a good show Wanna give a shout out to the Patreons. As usual, they keep the lights on around here. You can become a Patreon member for five weekdays, quarter a day. That's our lowest tier. Support the channel. You know what I'm saying? Give us a little kickback. We're out, we're out here, we're doing the Lord's work. We're giving you guys IDP fantasy football goodness. Not just for you to win your league, but we're out here trying to grow the brand, grow the segment, grow the format, whatever you want to call it. You know, we're trying to do that. Um, bring more people into the fold, bring more people's eyes, a little more keyed into fantasy football, both sides of the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't watch only offense. If you watch football, you are literally watching every single defensive snap. You could be playing fantasy football on my side of the ball, too. Don't fuck it up. Do it. And if you aren't done yet, do it next year. It's all good. All right. So like I said, we're going to talk about my rankings a little bit. I do this every year around this time of the season, where I'm like, "Look, rankings." I do the rankings on Fantasy Pros because I feel like it's like a, um, almost like a responsibility, like a social responsibility to put them on there, uh, the world knows we exist. But the reality is, you don't have every offensive or defensive player on your team, so it doesn't really matter how the, they rank out. You know, projection models will give you know give the best possible outcome, but you only have the players on your team, and you have to decide who to play. So it's Saturday afternoon. Late this week. Again, it's been wild around here, but we'll be back tomorrow morning with the IDP, our Sunday morning live. Uh that'll be at eleven Eastern. Be me, Billy. I don't know who else is gonna be there tomorrow. But uh let's go ahead and start getting to y'all's questions here, and then we'll pull up the rankings a little bit. What up, Jared Jordan? Jared, my guy, how you doing? Um, all right, Blake Martinez is he worst at starting. Interesting that you would go straight to starting. I'm probably not going to start him this week. Unless I absolutely have to. Um, Let me pull up my linebacker rankings here. See where I have old Blake Martinez this week. Um, Yeah, and be sure, like I said, like and subscribe to the channel if it's your first time here. If you're listening to the podcast, we appreciate you. Five-star rating and review goes a long way. So does a quarter a day. Um, All right, I'm going to pull up the linebacker rankings. One second. Where do I have old Blake Martinez this week? Yeah, I still have Blake Martinez pretty low in the rankings. Um, I want to see how things shake out this week. Looks like Shaq Leonard's going to be out. Looks like Zach Cunningham is definitely going to be out. Uh, Michael Walker looks like he is going to be back in the fold. So I'm bringing him up my rankings uh, a decent amount. Honestly, I don't, I don't see Blake Martinez anywhere really in the the starting category. Um, I'm at linebacker 30, 32. 38 his name's still not popping up i don't even know if he's made it into my maybe he's out the bottom but he's probably not somebody you're gonna want to play this week stashing yeah definitely going to be stashing blake martinez um why wouldn't you you know i mean we have a long runway a long history a long resume of blake martinez put up like 140 tackles and like 18 plus impact plays a season never really got hurt until this last year so definitely worth stashing in my opinion all right, Jared Avis has got a tough one. He says Cup on a bye. Hollywood out injury. I got to start two. All right, we got a little offensive question here early. Jacoby, Dubs, Renfro, Garrett Wilson, Juan Dale. Also need to start a running back in the flex. Thinking Moster, but I probably grab or Al- Foreman. I would probably go Foreman. We know he did really good last year when he came in as a backup for Derrick Henry. So he, to me, seems like the guy you're most likely going to get your actual upside with. Uh, second to that would be Mostert. And then as far as your running or your starting wide receiver fellas here, I'm probably going to go with the rookies, Garrett Wilson and Juan Dale. I don't like Jacoby Myers. I have a bias against him. I don't want to put him in my lineups. Romeo Dubs. I'm not really trying to watch that either. Uh, and Renfro has not been getting anywhere near the targets he got last year. So you have to adjust. Garrett Wilson, we have a lot of unknown upside. Plus, we know that um, Elijah Moore didn't travel with the team. He won't be playing this week. So there will be targets to go around for Garrett Wilson. So I definitely want him in my lineup. He says, I also have CMC, so I may have to play one. You need to be playing CMC. I don't understand. You know, it's was kind of funny. I tweeted this out earlier. Like two years ago or three years ago, I don't remember exactly when it was. But whenever Kenyon Drake went from Miami to the Arizona Cardinals, He moved. That trade happened on like a a Monday. He played that Thursday night for the Cardinals and everyone in fantasy land was like, don't play him. He's not going to be good. You can't do it. You can't trust him. Okay. Remember this is Kenyon Drake. The Arizona Cardinals gave that guy like 18 touches. I think that game, he was their bell cow running back. He looked really good. He scored a lot of points. I think he was running back three on that week. If I don't, if I'm not, Misremembering. He was a top three running back. He was one, two, or three that week, and almost nobody in fantasy land played him because all the analysts on Twitter said don't do it. If you don't don't sit, don't sit in CMC. I've seen people talking about maybe putting CMC on their bench. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. The stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I've heard a lot of dumb shit. Don't bench CMC. Also, if you're on underdog, right now his projection is zero. So if you go into the Battle Royale tournament or if you go into any of the the tables where you're sitting, you know, just playing man-to-man, you know, three-man, six-man, whatever, his projection is zero, which means you can get Christian McCaffrey on a much better offense with a much smarter coach for free. Okay? So there's a little alpha for you. Go drop all your money into CMC this week on underdog. Come back. Let me know how it comes out next week. It'll probably be pretty good. Probably pretty good. Don't tell anybody that now. Secrets. Secrets, secrets. All right. um, All right. Infinite possibilities. Good to see you, brother. Uh, Devon Duvernay, Algier, Locker, or Donovan Peoples. You don't choose two players. If you have punt return yards, I mean, obviously Duvernay is going to be in the mix. I don't know if you do or not. I don't know why people don't play more punt return yards. I should, because it's part of the game. I mean, you get the field, right? I mean, if you get those yards, you get the field. Um, but, Assuming you don't have that, this is one, this is an awful group of guys to pick from. I'll probably go Algier and Lockett. I don't really have a lot of confidence in Lockett, but how many snaps did Blake Martinez play last week? You know what? That's a good question. Give me one sec. I will look it up because I can do that in the index very quickly or give us at least a close estimate to what he played last week. All right. Well, he didn't play any last week because he's on the Raiders, right? Yeah, so he didn't play any. Zero. <laughs> and the week before that, um, I don't have anything in there. I don't even think he was signed then. So this is his first week out there. Frank Hernandez, how you doing, bro? He says, should I be starting woolen in my flex? No way. He keeps us up, right? We had this exact same conversation last year with Trevon Diggs. Just start him. Just do it. Just do it. Ride the wave. It hasn't crashed yet. I know that's not like thoughtful or deep analysis, but I mean, it's like sometimes it's just like it's just that easy. You either play them or you don't just do it. If it doesn't work out. So be it. Infinite possibilities again, says Mike Hilton, Jack Jones or Terrell or A.J. Terrell choose one. AJ Terrell is kind of interesting this week. I don't know how they're going to work him with Atlanta, but I imagine they'll probably have him shadow Jamar Chase, which kind of makes me feel like that, you know, T Higgins will be a little bit of a play, but he's also got his ankle injury. And then it's like, who is the actual one there? Is it Higgins or is it Chase? So I think that AJ Terrell could have some decent, you know, potential to put up some big numbers this week. Um, So I might go AJ Terrell. All right, Jared Avis says, drop Shaq Barrett because he hasn't done much for me. Yeah, I know. I got him in a couple of spots. Got Gary and Jonathan Allen starting. Hunter on the bench but looking for more depth. Is Derek Brown the Panthers worth any. I would put Shaq Barrett back on your team before I put Derek Brown on your team. Um, even though he's been a slow start, he's still Shaq Barrett. Um, he's going to do more than Derek Brown by the end of the season, I imagine. Is Luvu in or out? I don't know. I didn't. Let me see here. Let's see if I can pull this up for y'all. Let's take a peek. Is Luvu in or out? So we're on the linebackers. And like I said, go to idparmy.com and you guys can see my rankings. Looks like he's still questionable. We got him at linebacker 24 going into the week. Uh, noon kickoff time, so we will know tomorrow morning what's up with him. So that's at least at least we got that. You know what I'm saying? Quentin Williams versus Derrick Brown or start both. Give me Big Q. He's a beast. They're both okay. I mean, if you're doing a D tackle league, I mean, it's still Big Q, but it's just Big Q. He's got a – he's a little bit more dynamic. And that's not like shade at Derrick Brown, but it's just just the facts. Infinite possibility, says Jay Robinson, Algier, or Aaron Jones choose two to play. Man, it's wild that Aaron Jones is really not – been that good for people but i i get it um i still think you gotta play aaron jones so unfortunately that's the problem when you put guys like that on your team that are kind of like eh with the volume and if things start going south you just get kind of stuck playing them a or robert woods i don't know again with cmc moving over to the 49ers you know, and Iuke he's been good the last couple of weeks. But, I mean, we kind of know. This is the thing with Kyle Shanahan. Anybody on that team can be amazing. It just depends on if Shanahan wants them to be or not. That's just it. George Kittle, if he throws him the ball a bunch, he's going to be amazing. If Ayuk throws him the ball a bunch, he's going to be amazing. Debo, he gives him a lot of touches, he's going to be amazing. Kyle Shanahan, looking rough these days. I did watch a press conference yesterday. Last couple of years have not been nice to that man. Um, but he's still the same, Kyle Shanahan. So Ayuk probably had his two good games of the season. Like we'll probably forget he exists after this. So I'll just play Robert Woods. And even as I'm saying that, I feel like I'm going to throw up. I would play IUK still, but I only because I don't want to play Robert Woods. Never. Like and it's not like shade at Robert Woods, but it's just like the team he's on is like what's his absolute upside? 14 points. Is Hafenga safe to play? I mean, if he's in, you got to play him. He's one of the best defensive backs in the NFL right now, period. Bruce Warren says, love your content, bud. Keep it rolling. Appreciate that. Like I said, very late this week. It's been wild around here, um, but we're here. We're doing it. Like I said, I think this is a little bit more useful, helpful than rankings. I mean, you can go to the website, idparmy.com. You can see my rankings if that's what you really want. You know what I'm saying? Like. The list is right there. But I like helping people put people in and out. Sit one. Uh, Pit one, Mike Evans, and Waddle. Listen, people probably hate me because of my Pitman take because I, I fucking hate Pitman. So I said don't play him last week. I think he's like, wider receiver one. We don't talk about that. But um, I still don't want to play him. I'm still sitting him. You know, Big Mike is my guy. Dylan Waddle, he's becoming my guy. Michael Pittman, I'm still like, I just don't want those problems. Even if he's getting a lot of targets. And, again, it's the way he wins. Like, I mean, it's Doug Baldwin. It's Golden Tate all over again. You know what I mean? It's like there's nothing. Like, these teams aren't winning. He's not like a game-changing wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might get you, and it just depends on what you're really in it for. Like, maybe he will get more points, but it's going to feel gross. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't care. I, I don't know. It's, I don't know if that's right or wrong. Sometimes I think of, you know, about fantasy and, like, how I choose to play. But I don't want guys on my team that I just don't like their style of play. It's just that simple for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want Tyler Boyd and Golden Tate and Doug Baldwin and Michael Pittman and Danny Woodhead and Dion Lewis. If those are your kind of guys, Matt Ryan. If you have fun on Sunday managing that team, good for you. That's not how I play fantasy. I'm not here to fucking torture myself. <laughs> uh, infinite possibilities. Everyone like share the show. Great. Let's grow the fam. Appreciate that. Yeah, grow the army. IDP army. It's not me. It's us. It's we. Um, whole squad on that real shit. Speaking of which we are bringing on drum roll. Iggy. If y'all follow Iggy fantasy sports and betting on Twitter, good dude, great fantasy mind, great sports betting mind. Um, interesting guy, interesting cat got to meet him. IRL at the expo. He is joining the squad. He's joining IDP army for real. It's written in blood. Um, it's, we're on the world up and up as always so um appreciate appreciate everyone who was with us uh since the beginning so it was just me you know saying now you can now if you find me and you're like yeah kind of like this guy there's other options but i'm the best all right thoughts on etn he was on my do not draft list um i mean he's at like 55 or 60 percent of snaps and people are like rejoicing like He's still Travis Etienne, you know, he's still on the Jaguars, not a great team. I mean, is 55-60% of snaps really, like, rejoice-worthy, you know? um, I don't know. I think that he's a middle-of-the-pack running back, too. That's what I think. I think if he got more touches and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, he's like a Miles Sanders type but not the mile standards this year, the mile Sanders we've been dealing with. <laughs> not the good one. Well, you know what I'm saying. Travis Knott, good to see you, brother. He says, I have Hurts and Cousins on bye. Yeah, I'm in bye week hell right now. Um, Russell Wilson, Hurt. That's probably a godsend. Uh, Heineke is my only QB. Should I start Swift in my flex spot or pick up Rippin? LOL, shaking my head. So I'm guessing it's a super flex spot. Um Man, I mean, I would probably rip and who's he who who what is he playing? Who's he playing for? Is he on Denver? I would probably just put in Swift in my super flex spot. If I'm being honest, who are you actively trying to trade off of your team? Which players are you trying to acquire? Good question. Honestly, I mean, I'll sound like an, an asshole saying this, but I'm not really trying to trade for away anybody right now. I kind of did a lot of those trades in the offseason. I try to set my teams up to where I don't have to, like, go doing that stuff in the offseason. Like, I just post some on our TikTok and on Twitter, like, literally the week that Josh Jacobs, the first week of the preseason when he was getting all that work, and everybody on Twitter, again, I just referenced Twitter, was like, oh, McDaniels is trying to showcase him. He's getting rid of them. Like, that was the only possible thing that was happening in my mind i was like mcdaniel i mean daniels wants to figure out what he's got here you know he's trying to give this guy an idea of how he's gonna play him he wants to see it through so i traded mike williams straight across for josh jacobs so like in like in the time when that happened it was a big no-no like you weren't supposed to get rid of mike williams before the season started but it feels good for me Uh, another thing i did in the offseason i traded away debo samuel you know, I got some players back for that that I think are good long-term. It seems to be working out. So there's not a lot, honestly, trade-wise, and I'm in the market for or even messing with. Um, I try not to. And there's a psychological uh, part of trades, too, where just sending trades out automatically kind of makes you look like the guy who wants the trade to happen. So I just kind of chill. Um, funny, the guy who I traded Mike Williams to literally tried to trade it back to me. Um, that's like my best friend from... Like, literally, my best friend from way back in the day. Good dude. Shout out to Josh. Um, But I'm chilling. Like, literally, my teams look good. I'm feeling good. I hate to be, like, I hate to be that guy. But it's just, like, I feel like my teams, I I get my shit sorted out in the offseason. And I'm just, like, kind of ready to go. So there's not really anybody, honestly, that I'm looking at. Now, I have thought about making a play for Jamar Chase. You know what I'm saying? But, again, I think we need another week or two of just, like, 12 13 14 point games in there, then, then I'll be making some moves, but we gotta wait and see. Bobby Oak or Alex Singleton. Isn't Josie Jewell supposed to be back? That's like what I heard. So I'll be a little concerned with Singleton. I'd probably just stick with Oakreki. But if, if if Josie Jewell's not playing, play Singleton. Jonathan Owens worth keeping long term. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm assuming Dynasty, if you need to drop him, you know, always be willing to drop a player if you can find a better player. Um, But he could be. You know, I don't know. We'll have to kind of see how things go the rest of the season. Brad Gilbert says, Any thoughts on whether the Lions swap Rodrigo with Angeloni coming off their buys? That's actually a really... Interesting thought. I have, I have not thought about that, really. Um, Rodriguez has been doing, Rodrigo, has been doing really good, honestly, even with the playing fewer snaps than Anzalone. Um, you know, again, he's a young dude, rookie, right? So, I mean, maybe Anzalone is a, a vet. I mean, that's basically all I really know about him. He's a vet. Um, so, look, it's possible. Um, either way, though, they're both... Have been very valuable for IDP and fantasy this season, and now that their buys are out of the way, you know you you have that kind of security with both these players. So that's an interest interesting thought. We'll we'll find out tomorrow, I guess, right? Travis, not yes, super flex. Yeah, I think there is a. I think there's a reasonable. I think it's reasonable to want to play Swift over Ripping. I really do. Because, I mean, it's another thing in fantasy, you know, it's late-round quarterback and all that stuff's all dead. Late-round quarterback doesn't exist anymore. It's the haves and the fucking have-nots at quarterback, okay? Um, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I played P.J. Walker last week, like, two points. I've been playing fucking Baker, 12 points. These are in super flex spots. Playing fucking, uh, who's the other guy that sucks that I've played? Miss Trubisky, 12, 13 points. It's not fun. OK, um, lay around quarterbacks dead. I got three of them, you know, nothing, garbage, trash. Get them out of here. Fantasy football is changing. It's evolving. Make sure that you get all the positional advantages you can get on your team. Because It's about your starters. It's about your starters. It really is. Pay up. Pay up. Elwood already stashed. Rodriguez good. I mean, you should have been playing him too. I mean, he's got, well, before the bye week, he had as many tackles as Bobby Wagner. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that. Brad Mar- Malcolm is blitzing better, but less than Alex. Alex covers metrics or whatever, but he covers less. All right. Something to watch. And who do they play this week? Who do the Lions play this week? It's a pretty good matchup for whoever's playing them. hmm <laughs> All right, Hombra Vendor says, I know it's only been four games for Thibodeau, but Thibodeau greater than Hutchinson. Yeah, that seems to be the general sort of takeaway. Um, I agree. I mean, Hutchinson looks, I mean, he's good. He's a Max Crosby type of guy, you know what I mean? Whereas Tibidow looks like he might be a little closer to the the old uh, Nick Bosa type of pass rusher. We'll see. Wentworth Scribner says, do I start CMC or Najee this week because CMC won't get too many snaps? How do you know that? Hmm? Did Kyle Shanahan text you, say, CMC won't get many snaps this week? No, you don't know that. No one knows that. Okay? Some guy with 20,000 followers probably said that because he wrote it in an article. He clicked Beijing into it. And he said, this is the most likely scenario. Based on what? Your best guess? His best guess? Come on, guys. It's not rocket science. Don't start Najee. And don't assume CMC's not getting that many snaps. Dallas, yeah. I'm ooh, this is gonna be an interesting game because Dax first game back, he gets a pretty weak ish defense. His defense is looking hot, so we have to assume he's going to get some decent field position on a couple of these possessions. I'm interested to see what happens with i I'm really interested to see what happens with Gallup this week. Um, and I'm honestly just really interested to see how Dak plays. You know, I mean, coming in and replay a little bit of that first week, but we're a good chunk of the way through the season. Like teams are kind of showing who they are. The rhythm is kind of kicked in. You know, Dak's a little late to the party, but he's he's Dak, you know, and he's he's a legit quarterback, so it'll be interesting. I, I'm glad he kind of gets a – we'll call it a layup matchup because I think the Lions are mean. Like, the Lions are hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like, they were already kind of a scrappy team, and now they're hurt. So, I'm a, maybe, they're going to do their best to fuck him up. Um, we'll see how it goes. Mac Munger says, my QBs suck. Just traded DJ Long Jr. away. Or David Long Jr. away for Jimmy G. Man, I hate the Niners. Yeah, but honestly, with CMC, Ayuk, Kittle, Debo, I mean, you gotta love Jimmy Garoppolo, right? For fantasy purposes. Um, yeah, I like that for you. You know, David Long Jr., adios, brother. Jimmy G, it wouldn't shock me if he has, you know, handful of touchdowns this week. Honestly, Jimmy G is, 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 I'm slowly coming around on like unironic. Ironically, rooting for jimmy g just because i'm also unironically like rooting against kyle shanahan because he annoys me all right y'all hit me with any more questions you got um like i said i'm not going to run this one too long today because i'm going to be back tomorrow morning with the fellows we will help you with all of your questions uh as far as starts sits trades anything you got tomorrow morning hit us up um, go to idparmy.com. You can see my rankings. They are up. They are updated as of yesterday. I'm gonna do another sweep of them tonight and again tomorrow morning. But um, you know, if you're on YouTube, you can kind of see here, yeah, I'm still very high on Hafanga this week. Um, you know, Antoine Winfield's way, way up there as far as defensive backs. Let's take a look at my linebackers. Is that where I just was? I was at DL. No, it was over here. Yeah, Quincy Williams being back. I did hear a few people uh, out on the Twitter street say he had been dropped in their leagues. Um, Man, if you can go pick – if you were able to get him off waivers because somebody dropped him, um, you got yourself a super stud linebacker the rest of the way. The Williams brothers are making some noise, doing the family proud. All right, I got a couple more questions here, and I'm going to answer them. I'm going to try to keep this around 30, 35 minutes today, y'all, just because – not a lot of people are probably going to actually be able to consume it because this time tomorrow we're going to be neck deep in real football. In the shit. Brad Gilbert says, Yannick, one year. Does Indy roll with Pay and Dow going forward? Yeah. Yannick is what he is at this point. He's a journeyman. I mean, he's gonna, he's, he's a mercenary defensive line player. Um, and that just is what it is. Thales metric are nice, but limited snaps today. Yeah, he's come off a pretty big injury. Um, and I don't know how I feel about their coaching staff. I think a lot of things are going to – not everything is going to be the same in Indy going forward, obviously. Um, but young pass rushers like that, they will be. They'll be around for a while. Can we keep starting Devondre Campbell or should we move on? Has he been doing, like, exponentially worse than I think he has? I think I'm still st- – I think I only have him in, like, one or two leagues, but – been starting them on a pretty regular i think i'm starting them every week let's take a look here what the heck oh that makes me so mad sorry it's not you guys it's me Mm -hmm. what do you have only three solos last week no tackles for a loss no quarterback hits yeah i mean that's not exciting 49 combined tackles on the season only three for a loss only one pass deflection though no sacks no quarterback hits yeah i mean he's definitely not the prolific guy that he was um last season Hmm. i think you gotta keep starting him though i mean if i'm just being real you're gonna feel bad if you if you bench him in like you know what I'm saying? Who, who would you be putting on and who would you be playing ahead of him? That's my question, Travis. Mike, obviously, if you have better options, play them. But Devondre Campbell has, you know, he didn't – he's not a name that we're just playing because he's a name. Like, he earned the right to be in starting lineups over a long, a long stretch of time. Three different teams. He's been very, very productive, very useful. Uh, a little bit of a lull here like i said but still 49 total tackles on the season isn't terrible you know through six games only three tackles for loss Had six last year um the pass deflection you know he doesn't really have any disruptive plays yet so one could argue you know he's got some positive regression coming his way travis Brad Gilbert. So thoughts on IDP dynasty prospects in Atlanta? Troy, E. B. and Malone. Yeah, Troy Anderson. Get him on your team. I picked him up in a dynasty league this last week. Um, hopefully he's on my team for a while now. Uh, you know he's he's somebody you definitely want to get a hold of because they're going to have to move on from. I mean they already have. They started moving on. Ola has gone. Deion you know Jones gone. You know Rashawn Evans. Even when he just got there. He's a little older. You know, so he's going to command more money, etc. Also, he's getting more wear and tear on his body, things like that. So, they're going to skew younger. They're going to get different coaching staff. They're going to get, you know, this team is not, the guys that are on the field, this unit isn't really, I mean, they're not doing, they're not making any noise. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yannick will probably play there next year. You know what I'm saying? So, get the young guys on your team while you can. Oh, and somebody I forgot to mention, which is like pretty big, and like a screw up on my part. I'm honestly surprised I didn't get yelled at in the comments. But uh, Keanu Neal, he should have probably led the waiver wire show this week as far as pickups. Uh, because Logan Ryan's foot's messed up, uh, surgery happened. So Keanu Neal went from being like a backup, kind of forgotten about player, uh, to he's probably going to be a weekly starting, de- you know, safety defensive back. Any place for Todd Bulls, one of the guys who uses his safeties as weapons, you know what I'm saying? So on top of the fact that just being a safety playing hundred percent of snaps, he's probably gonna have pretty good, you know, pretty high floor. Um, with the coach that he has in the way that he utilizes his players. he He's also got a higher ceiling than a lot of your sort of bread and butter tackle guys have. So Keanu Neal, if he is by chance still out there floating around on your waiver wire, um, he's a pickup and, Probably play this week if he's available to you. Uh, and I thought about that like almost as soon as I turned the show off the other day. Almost my fault. Like I said, it's been a rough week, y'all. Not that y'all care. Don't you see how weary I am. Aaron Kelly says great stuff. Here is Olakun worth a target for a contending team, and if so, what is he worth? All right, that's a great question. I'm gonna slide over here to the Ultimate IDP Index. I'm going to see what I currently have foisted Olokun valued as and see if that needs to be changed or updated based on anything new. So, yeah, I need to mess with this. I currently have his dynasty trade value estimated draft pick as a second plus. Okay, so I am pretty high on Olakun, uh in general. 27 years old that means he's got a couple of years left ahead of him to get out there and uh, make some noise playing 100 snaps every single week has been a green dot where the last two weeks um i'm gonna take a look at his contract here real quick see how long he's got with the jags but as a contender yeah he signed a three-year 45 million dollar contract i mean he's gonna be around for a while on the jaguar so his situation shouldn't change too much i think if you can get him straight up for a 23 second and you think he's going to put your team over the edge i don't know who your other linebackers are uh but if you can if you're weaseling out you know four extra points per game three extra points per game i think it's worth it and the thing is with with and the thing with draft picks and this is what i tell people all the time you can trade for a draft pick back after you get all you squeeze like 6 7 games of value out of this player so theoretically it's almost like you're you're renting or leasing you're almost leasing that player you know what i'm saying if you think like that because because you're actually getting point value and they get you know an asset that sits on their roster and can accumulate value over time as you get closer to the draft but it's not actually helping them win yet it's all unrealized potential so you know if you think about it like that you're not don't even think about it like i'm getting i'm never to get this second back you know what i'm saying um and you are going to get points out of kun, you know knock on wood assume he doesn't hurt or something crazy like that so i like that and like i said in the ultimate idp index i had his value right now as a second plus so if you can get him flat across for a second i like that and it's going to help you win again you know, if it's going to be a difference maker, I mean, what's what's a what's the ability to walk around in this? What's the ability to hop into the group chat and just always be right? Yeah, I don't care what you guys say. I'm right. I won. I'm the best. It's definitive. Look, you see a little gold star. It's mine, not yours. I'm right. Come on. I'd give away all my first round picks for that. Let alone one second. Evan Smith says, what's going on with JOK? Should I still be holding in Dynasty? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, this offseason, you know, even in offense, even in IDP, there are, you know, people do the echo chambers real. The Cody Barton echo chamber was very real. The JOK echo chamber was very real. The Carl Lawson echo chamber is very real. Thankfully, I didn't get trapped in those chambers. Uh, You know, I kind of held those guys at a distance. I said, maybe, but I'm I'm not necessarily fully buying in. Now, your question, what's going on with him? I don't know. They obviously don't trust him to take that next step and be that leader because they brought in Deion Jones. They obviously don't think Anthony Walker is going to be coming back anytime soon either. So should I still be holding a dynasty? Yes, you should. Because the powers that be, the NFL media, they love him. They love him. PFF used to love him. Um, So his pub, his publicist will always get him a little bit of gas. He'll always be worth something. He'll always get another shot. Um. So, hold him in dynasty. Yeah, I'm probably backing off. You know, playing him if I have him. And that's the thing. Again, a lot of the times when you guys ask me these questions about these players like this, and like I'm not like bullshitting, but it's like I don't have those problems because like I practice what I preach. Like I don't have JOK anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some of these guys. When I tell you guys I'm not fucking with these players, like I'm really not fucking with these players. I'll, I'll you know, and I'll play across from them. Feels good. Feels good. to Look at my line. Be like. Oh, I get to play the guy that has Kyle Pitts, Travis Etienne, JOK, Cody Barton. Who else you got over there, dumbass? Oh, he's got Matthew Stafford. Woo-wee. Yeah, that feels good to not be that guy, to be the guy who looks across at that. That feels great. Like I said, I practice what I preach. Brad Gilbert again says I drafted Troy Anderson, handcuffed for Evans with a smart move, uh, especially now given the fact that he seems like he's rolling out there. Although I did say Michael Walker is kind of back, though. So Anderson with that 100% of snapshare, though, just like that. He had a good game. And Abby stashed Christian Harrison and Pascal on the IR, and they should return soon. Thoughts on the likelihood to get into games this year? That's a lot of guys just going to have as hopeful, you know plug and play guys but again dynasty situation it's smart you know i mean you what else are you gonna do with those spots you know keep them and if if somebody else emerges you know these are the guys that are probably the easiest to move on from so i I like it one of my thoughts to get in games this year i mean what do you got one two there's four guys there I'd say you have pretty good odds to get one or two of them in at least once or twice the rest of the season. You know with with bye weeks coming up with with you know injuries, even guys breaking out post bye, you know like I said somebody brought it up earlier, sometimes guys will lose their starting job to younger players post bye, you know shake things up. So yeah, I, I like it. Keep it I I think likelihood I'd say 50/50 on all of them. You probably hate that answer. Muma hasn't hit 20% of snaps, went down last week. Olaf was looking safe for the whole year. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Appreciate the honesty. Thanks. Hey, I mean, again, like, that's the thing about being honest. Like, you don't have to be scared of nothing. Like, there is no aha moment. This fantasy receipts account, oh, good Lord, if y'all are on Twitter, this account is so funny because you can tell who's insecure and who's full of shit because they don't like that fantasy receipts account, which for me is like, fucking dunk on them and me i mean that's I mean like did y'all watch the league you know what we're doing here come on have some fun you know like i said like i, I try to be honest because I, I don't want to be hiding anything you know like i said like there, there's i have nothing to hide i know i'm a flawed human being you know not all my leagues are six and oh my bash league is not so subtle flex but you know um I'm human, too. I have Kyle Pitts on a dynasty team, guys. I do. On one. Start two tight ends, tight end premium. And he's only made my lineup once this year. Mo'Ally Cox has made it way more. Will Disley's made it way more. I got some other scrub-ass bitch. O'Harrison Bryant's made it more. Golly G, Willickers. All right. Lincoln was here. What's up, Linky? He says, just traded Alec Pierce, Bellinger, a 23 first and a 23 second for Kenny Pickens, Najee. Kenny Pickett. Najee Pickens. So you're going all in on the Steelers. My picks, I traded will be late, probably 112. I still are an early second, but thoughts on the trade. Okay, so you Pierce, Allen, Bellinger. I mean, I love that trade for you. I love that trade for you. You got Najee and Pickens, both positional players. Both I mean Najee's a little older, but still only a second year, where the tears kind of low. And Kenny Pickens, Kenny Pickens is gonna, on, on the up and up, in my opinion. Um, I love that trade for you, man. And I don't like I said, I don't blow smoke up people's ass. I am a Steelers fan, so but those are those guys are all new Steelers, so it's like I'm not even really fans of them. Fuck, I've only seen a couple of them play like 20 minutes of football, really. My QBs are old, so I'll eventually use Kenny. I have Tom, Carr, and Matt. Yeah, Matt Stafford, Tom Brady. I'm not retiring anytime soon. Dude looks old. It's, dude looks old. Sorry, brother. I got an older brother in his 40s, too. He looks like you. Old. Uh, Carr, he's a goofball, but he'll be around a lot longer than I probably want. All right, haha. Second Sig, tell us to beware of the drum beats. He warned us about the echo chambers. Got to figure out which drums are beating in the echo chambers. Yeah, I mean it's tough sometimes. I mean, you know, it, well, it's really not though. I mean, sometimes it's so obvious, like when people say things, and it's just like, I don't know. Let well, me take a sidebar here for a second. Shout out to my man, Fancy Football Hustler. He's the one who put me onto this, and actually. Go look at Dave, well, y'all. Dave Kluge is another homeboy. He put out some tweets the other day too about Eno you know, Benjamin. A lot of the people that comment on football do not watch football. I know that's hard to like, and that's probably like something. Some of you are like, what? They don't. They might watch red zone. They might watch one or two games. But literally, some of these guys out here who talk football nonstop ad nauseum, if you look at what they say and you compare it to what your own eyeballs see, if you actually watch football, you can literally tell they do not watch football. My man 420 Hustler is the one who put me on this like two years ago. He's like, bro, he's like, I was on the show with these guys and they told me they don't even watch football. He's like, and I are paying attention, to these other guys he's like they don't watch football either. He's like, I can tell and he's right. Dave Kluge said something the other day. People like, oh, Eno Benjamin, know Benjamin. And Dave was like, if people are actually excited about Eno Benjamin, like if they're saying that in earnest, I have to wonder if they actually watch the game. They didn't. Okay. This is what happens when you get stuck behind these computer screens and your spreadsheets and your WOPRs and your EPAs and your WEVs and I don't know what the fuck ever else these people are making up out here. Okay. But sometimes you just get lost. You do. It becomes too contrived. Don't do that, okay? Watch football. Take it, you know. Be okay being wrong. Get a little more upside when you're right. All right, Sasha Bandari, good to see you. Always get a question or two from you when we're around. Uh, is Afenga going to play this week? I don't know. I have him as number three on my on my, on my rankings right now. Um, I hope he does. I mean, I would love to see him get some Defensive Player of the Year uh, pub. Like, for real, for real. Now that McCaffrey's there, now that Trey Lance is out of the way, if this team can actually start putting together some stuff, you know, Hafanga and Nick Bosa should both be getting some some, some good pub for Defensive Player of the Year. If he doesn't, should I start Chuck Clark or Jonathan Abram? I'd probably start Chuck Clark over Jonathan Abram. Um, let's double-check the rankings, see if they agree with that statement. And I said I would be out of here at 35 minutes and we're at 42. This is my problem. I'm addicted to fantasy football in all forms. All right, so Chuck Clark. I got Chuck Clark at 16. Then who's your other guy you were asking about? Abram? Where do I got Abram on this list? Uh, a bit lower, it looks like. Mm, looks like I got Abram a little too low at 32. Well, he does play Houston. I don't I no, don't I don't hate that spot for him. Yeah, like I said, Chuck Clark is the play. That was my initial reaction. looks like my rankings reflect that. All right, I'm going to answer the rest of the questions in this sidebar. Then I got to go because my wife's got to go to work. And guess what? If y'all would subscribe to this channel and if you would join the Patreon, my wife wouldn't have to go to work. I could just do this forever. Okay? This is your fault. <laughs> who do I start? Bateman, Now or Pickens? This is the guy who I want to beat really bad. Okay. Well, then you don't start Bateman. Man, this is fucking tough. I probably start Keenan Allen. Man, that's a tough group to pick from first. I know, and I know that feeling when you're like, "This is the guy." I'm like, it doesn't matter if I win the league at this point. Like, this is gonna feel like ninety percent of that. I start Allen. More volume passing, better quarterback. You know he's coming off the injury. Pickens is still a rookie. Quarterbacks, a little eh. And then Bateman. I mean, Lamar's barely throwing the ball. I mean, he's getting like 14, 15 fantasy points a week and is off of like 70 rushing yards. And he's not even scoring a lot of fantasy points with those rushing yards. He's getting like 15, 18 points because so he's not throwing the ball. People massively undervalue actually what the fuck people are supposed to do in football, which just throw the ball. Uh-oh, someone's knocking on my door. I think that's my daughter. What's up, baby? You want to give me a kissy? Okay, you come in here, give me a kissy can't open the door. One second. I'm going to say hi to everybody real quick. Uh Matching Mahomes jerseys. Say, go Chiefs.
0: Go Chiefs.
2: Not a girl. All right. I'll be done in just a minute, okay? Okay. Go Allen. All right. I'm going to around the Sasha again sachi sachin sasha sorry my guy uh if Swift doesn't play this week should I start ceH or Pollard or full PPR start ceh I know it's back and forth and back and forth but it's still the Chiefs you know what I'm saying like he still has multiple touchdowns thought he was this close to two touchdowns two weeks ago um his floor is low but his ceiling's high By the way, Bellinger is worth a bit more because it's a one-point-half tight end premium. Don't – that stuff's not – I don't need him. I own Kelsey. That stuff doesn't – people way overemphasize tight end premium, okay? Here's the thing about tight end premium. If all the tight ends get a premium, then what difference does it actually make? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like – I mean, the positional value difference comes over the other positions, not other tight ends. I hope that makes sense. And that's something that I feel like nobody explains very well in Dynasty World. It's like, oh, in a one-and-a-half tight end point points per reception, I would do this. And I'm like, it doesn't change anything because all the tight ends in that league are valued the exact same way. All right, Anthony Bowser, Cody Barton with solid starts for Seattle, has been going three safety sets. We're almost done, baby. Uh, thoughts on Ryan Neal, pick him up and play him. What QQBs do I start Saturday, tomorrow, Tom, Matt, Ryan, Carr, or Kenny? I would start Carr and Tom. I have to show Elliott and Cameron Curl. Should I swap one out for Keanu Neal? I might swap Keanu Neal out for Cameron Curl. I probably would do that, actually. Uh, I'll share the blame today, Jordan. I don't catch many live shows. Thanks and take care. Hey, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just, I'm just giving y'all hell. I'm just razzing you a little bit. Um, I appreciate it. you don't know, have to watch a live to contribute. You know what I'm saying? Any play, any any like, any any everything makes a difference. Just being here makes a difference. Even if you're in the con- even if you're, here, you're not commenting, it makes a difference. Appreciate it. All right, last question. Lincoln was here. He says CMC, Naji, or Elliot. CMC, easy, 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 easy. Don't overthink it. Okay, don't 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 fucking listen to this noise out here. The like, CMC has only got a small package. Come on. Again, this isn't rocket science. He has like the best running back coach, basically. He turns dog shit into fucking gold every single week. Now you give that guy the best running back in football. I don't care if he touched the ball 12 times, he's going to be a running back one this week. Like, there isn't a more, there isn't a, there isn't a more, there isn't a more wet dream scenario for Christian McCaffrey in the world. Okay, than being put into a Kyle Shanahan offense with a subpar quarterback. I mean, like, what better scenario exists for a running back? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that scene from uh, what is it a uh, South Park? You know, where they go out to get the internet. You know, Stan's dad goes in there. Like, poof. that's what's about to happen subbed and liked good happy to have you lincoln thank you from bruce thank you all for being here uh this is the idp army fantasy football podcast we have offensive points we have iggy sports betting we have mace doing his stuff we have bomber doing his thing we'll be back tomorrow morning there'll be some of the boys will be here make sure you listen to the podcast feed as well we're gonna be adding a second podcast feed because we're getting into the we're We're starting to overlap our shows. We have so many. We have NFL draft and college football content. We have sports betting content. We have obviously dynasty stuff. We have IDP stuff. So we're trying to keep our feeds a little bit less cluttered. So we're going to be adding, we have a second feed. Some of you may or may not remember when we did the underdogs on that and some other stuff, but we're going to be rebooting that up shortly. So keep an eye out for that. But uh, yeah, like I said, hope to see you all here again tomorrow morning. Like, subscribe, join the Patreon for a quarter a weekday. You can make a difference in my life and make fantasy football better. All right. Peace.